Welcome to the Further North Podcast, your weekly dose of the North Melbourne Footy Club. My name is Josh, and this is a fan-run podcast doing match previews, reviews, and everything north. Let's get it started. Sorry, guys. I've just checked my calendar and it says it's 2023, but boy, oh boy, wowee, it feels like 2022, doesn't it? Um, a 90-point belting back at the MCG, North Melbourne's uh, sacred ground. And, uh, yeah, we've been handed an absolute shellacking from the Ds. Now, we've got all your favourites in this episode, so thank you for tuning in. I know it's very tough at the moment as a North Melbourne fan, but I appreciate everyone always coming back every week. Thank you for all the support and everyone who follows the pages and interacts throughout the match and, uh, you know, after, get your thoughts and your comments for the podcast. We're going to do the team lineup. We're going to go through that and what I thought, um, what we're all hoping for and what we got. The positives and negatives segment this week is going to be a little bit different. Now, I put out a question on the socials, is this part of the plan and are we on track? Instead of me just telling you the trillion negatives that I'm sure we could come up with, we're going to do it a little bit different and we're going to keep this thing as positive and or constructive as possible. I do have some positives that I'll share. So then we're going to go to all your your questions, all the lovely listeners' questions. And uh, yeah, five-star reviews, round review, we're going to do it all. The Sean Attlee Club Champ, all that sort of stuff. So um, strap in. We're going to keep this lighthearted, we're going to keep this fun, and we're not going to depress ourselves and drink ourselves to sleep tonight because we already did that on Saturday night. So let's do it. Let's get into the team lineup. So I think a lot of us were really, really hoping that we'd blood the kids, that we'd play the youth. I was calling for a Wardlaw um, and all those sort of things, an Archer, a Harvey to come in, and we got none of that. So what happened was in Jai Simkin, great to see Jai back. It's crazy with modern medicine, you know, breaking your hand a few years ago would have been, you know, gone for the season basically. Maybe not that bad, but you guys know what I mean. One week out with a broken hand. It is crazy though, isn't it? Like people say it's broken. It's like it might be a hairline fracture. Broken to me is in half. So anyway, maybe the docs can think of a new new phrase to use for that. But good to see Jai back. Liam Shields in and Callum Coleman-Jones, someone that I really wanted to see play, especially how our uh, forward line was so dysfunctional. Out was Darcy Tucker, Daniel Howe and Will Phillips. Now, I think we all can agree seeing Daniel Howe on the out list here made us all very happy, but deep down, deep down, you all knew that he was finding his way into this team somehow. Um, obviously, Luke Davies Uniac out in uh, well, the couple of days before, um, and Darcy Tucker into the starting 22. And lo and behold, our beloved son, Daniel Howe, uh, over 100 games of AFL experience now back on the, uh, on the, the sub bench. Um, how do I feel about all that? kind of gross like I wanted more kids I understand and we're going to touch on this with Clarkson's press conference and and a lot of your comments but I would have loved to see a little bit more youth in there um guys like Aiden Core, you know probably don't be uh, aren't deserving of running around on the park at the moment we've all talked about Kane Turner before um 
I like Liam Shields. I think he had a good game on the weekend, um, and I like his experience, so he's okay. Um, but a couple of things I will say uh, before we get into all the questions about the team. A lot of people criticizing Paul Curtis and Curtis Taylor. I'm, I'm not sure I'm on board with that, and I am struggling to understand exactly where people's uh, you know, sort of targeted, you know, negativity towards these guys, especially Paul Curtis. Like Curtis Taylor is probably not uh, hitting the heights that we'd want to by now or m- maybe not seeing the progression. But he's young, he's talented, and I don't think he's a negative on this team. He sometimes does need to be a bit harder in the contest um, and sometimes he can be a bit lost in the game. But that's also just part of playing for our club at the moment. Um, Paul Curtis, I think, has potential to be a really good player. Um, I'd love to see him be that Lindsay Thomas style forward, that smaller guy uh, who can do some groundwork, um, you know, pick the ball up and kick a goal around the body, which we've seen him do. A Paul Curtis fend-off. I love a Paul Curtis fend-off. But he can also take a mark. He's good in the air, and we need a player like that. I would never be dropping Paul Curtis um, unless he does something egregious uh, and he gets one touch in the game or something. But this guy's got too much potential. So um, just throwing out my opinion there, don't think those two should be dropped or you know, at risk of being dropped. I think there's plenty of others. But anyway, so that's the team. Not thrilled. Good to see Simkin in. Um, Will Phillips being dropped. I, look, I know he's not playing amazing at the moment. Once again, he's young and probably just needs the reps. I think we can all agree with that. And look, one, once again, we're going to get all into this um, in the questions. Hugh Greenwood still in the team. I lo- oh, sorry, was an emergency, sorry, and didn't make it into the team. He's played pretty well. I guess it's just an age thing because if he was maybe 24, I reckon he'd be playing every week. Um, but yeah, other than that, not too much to say about the team lineup when it was announced. Um, not overwhelming, not underwhelming. Wanted a little bit more, but got Jones, Common Jones and Simkin in. So yeah, mixed feelings uh, there. So what I might do, we're going to talk about the positives really quickly. Then a lot of the negatives I've written down here uh, are covered off in your questions. So a couple of positives. Larky looked a bit better. Larky looked a bit more mobile um, and a bit more engaged. Obviously kicked a couple of goals, which is good for my bet with my co-worker about Oscar Allen. Um, I did go into work on Saturday and he was already showing me that Oscar Allen has kicked 16 and Larky had 14. Hopefully Oscar Allen kicked zero. I actually haven't been keeping up with the footy much this weekend. I've sort of been hibernating a bit, but um, good to see Larky have a better performance. Clearances, we equaled them with clearances, I think, and especially with LDU being out. Um, I think that was a really good effort from all the guys who went through the middle. Um, Well, look, what we did with those clearances is beside the point for my point here right now. The next point is inside 50s. We did have a lot of inside 50s, um, but it's getting the clearance and making the inside 50 count. I think that's one of our biggest weaknesses at the moment is when we do get the ball in there, because I don't think we're struggling to do that. Who gets the ball? We're not hitting targets um, and we're not, um, you know, even lowering our eyes and trying anything except for a long bomb. So, I'm not going to harp on that every single week. You guys know how I feel about that, and I know all you guys feel very similar. But the inside 50s as a whole were pretty good. Um, I think the defense looked slightly better one-on-one. Obviously, we gave up so many points, and it was the biggest losing margin of our season. But um, 
it, it, it's just out being outclassed, isn't it? Um, and a lot of midfielders pushing forward and kicking goals. Um, I think the defence one-on-one, I think Mackay was a bit better and hopefully he's slowly coming into form. Aiden Corb, go to the VFL, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, Griffin Logue, I like Griffin Logue. Um, he's one of my favourites. Uh, there's always a little bit of bias there. I'm not going to pretend like there's not. But he is a, a good age and the exact player we needed to uh, fill in that gap alongside Mackay. So, yeah. The other one I've got here is Sheasel. Great to see him sort of... Uh, back and after last week getting shut down a little bit, coming back with a 30-possession game. So our future star, or already a star really, Harry Shees, uh, fantastic. Well done. The one negative I will touch on before we jump into the questions is the injuries. Um, Favourite son of the podcast and uh, North Melbourne close to a flag legend, uh, Charlie Combin, breaking his ankle, I think it was, Probably the season done for him. I know Clarko in his press conference did say um, that he could possibly return later in the year. It's a, it's a similar injury than uh, Tristan Jerry got. But look, with how we're playing this year, if we can get him back, good. But, you know, it's probably not the best idea to rush him back from this. But I hate, I hate seeing him go down that's one of the players we all love so much and you can see it slowly coming every week he was getting a little bit better even in our bad performances and it's just heartbreaking to see big chom uh, go down like that so um, we're with you mate hopefully you get back and your first game back uh, you kick a bag coleman jones with a concussion coleman jones maybe wasn't impacting the game as much as I would have hoped, um, but once again, I'm still glad he was in the team. And I, he's going to be out next week because of concussion protocol. Um, so it was unfortunate that he went down and had to uh, be out of the game. Um, hopefully, he's back in. I guess he kind of has to be back in the week after the next, um, just because we don't have any more forwards. I don't think Jacob Edwards is getting a game. Um, so. Unfortunately, uh, Common Jones with concussion. And Tom Powell, I think, just rolled his ankle. I'm pretty sure that's what Clarko said in his presser. Um, he'll have a test. I mean, a rolled ankle can't be that bad. Maybe a week, but, you know, I think he'll be okay. Um, but, geez, it, it really hurt us on the night, didn't it? Not that it would have mattered with the scoreline, but, you know, what a shambles of a game this was just for our list in general. Um, other negatives, they're basically all your guys' thoughts. So what we're going to do, we're going to jump into Instagram and Facebook. Now, I haven't been able to read everybody's questions this week. I know I asked a very insightful question and I loved all the responses. I read through all of them. There's just way too many for me to get through on a podcast today. So apologies if I don't read out your comment, but please keep the comments up. You never know when yours is going to get read out. And I really do appreciate everyone writing into the show and your interaction. So we're going to go to some Instagram ones first. And remember, the question I asked was, is this part of the plan and are we on track? After that performance, do, do we as a fan base feel like it's okay? We're on track. Because I think we needed to come back down to earth a little bit after the first few weeks. But that performance was a real smack in the face, just like the last couple of weeks. So that was the question I asked anyway. So first question, uh, we've got Mike Sullivan. Um, in Clarko, we trust. I, I agree with you, Mike. Uh, that's the attitude we have to have. Clarkson knows a lot more about football than us guys. I know it feels like we're all experts, uh, experts sometimes, but we're not. So I think that's the attitude we've got to have here. I agree with you. Um, 
We've got uh, gems underscore, double underscore maybe. That's a long underscore if not. Um, Gem says, uh, back Clarko in 100%. Our players might not be skillful enough to execute his plans. All in good time. And a lot of the comments are going to be along this theme, so I'll just touch on them all quickly. Um, back Clarko in 100% agree. Um, and I think we are realizing our list as a whole isn't as talented as we want it to be or we're hoping it would be. Um, I said this last week where I'll watch other games of football. Even the Adelaide Crows are a good example of this. I know like three players who play for them, but you watch these random guys I've never heard of and they're all very good at football. Um, our list, we know all the players because we love them all to bits, but there are guys on that list, even guys like I was talking up before, like a Curtis Taylor, that if he doesn't keep improving, we hope he improves a lot. But if he doesn't keep going forward, he's not going to stay in the team or we hope that guys like that don't keep getting a run. I, I like Curtis Taylor and I want him to stay in the team and I think he can be a really good player. But he's a really good example at the moment of someone that has the talent, has shown glimpses, but it's time to start ticking along. It is hard in the side like this, but that's their job and Clarko's here to get that out of them. Um, we've got Dave.i.m. I think this big loss is what we need because finally Clarko will play the kids and uh, who there can play AFL. And he means, you know, we can find out who plays at AFL level. And I agree with that. I hopefully every week, I think you could tell by Clarkson's press conference when he goes, we've been trying to play not too many kids, but if you're going to lose by 90 points every week, you may as well just play all the kids. So I, I'm not on board with gut everybody over the age of like 26 um, because you need your Cunningtons and your Zebels and your Goldsteins in there for leadership. But it's these mid-tier guys like your Howes and like your Turners um, your 28-year-olds and whatnot, that I don't know, I don't see the purpose of those guys really being in there because they're not going to be there when we are good in however many years' time and they're not really offering much now with the as a, as a youthful player. So, yeah, I think let's bring in more youth now and see who's got it and see who doesn't. Um, we've got Zabijay. I think XABJ, sorry, sir, I apologize for butchering that. Um, too early to tell if we are on track long-term. Still lacking talent in multiple positions. Yes, um, I, I do agree with that. I think we are on the right track, but you never know what's going to happen. Our perception of our team and our list has changed from the first month or the first two, three weeks of football to these last three weeks. So... I agree, and I think that's a fairly objective comment. It is too early to tell. We need to see more signs that we are on the right track. I'm believing in Clarkson, and I'm believing in the talent we've got on this list right now, but we need to keep seeing it to stay the course. So, yep, I absolutely agree with that. Uh, Brighton underscore Isles, a regular here. Um, Gut-wrenching loss. Second half, we showed our game plan. Too little, too late. Sheezel bounced back. Yes, a couple of points in there from Brun. Um Second half, we did show a little bit more of our game plan. Um, and like I talked about uh, last week, I think Clarkson is trying to implement his game plan even if we've got the players or not. So week by week, little things we can see clicking is stuff we've got to cling on to and be positive about. The loss was absolutely gut-wrenching, um, but it's going to be a much longer rebuild than I think a lot of us had in our hearts. Our heart says 
a couple of years, right? Our heart says two or three years we've been in the, in the finals. Realistically, look at the Ds, how long they were down for. Look how bad the Tigers were for, for that long, 10 to 15 years. You know, Brisbane were down there for a long time as well. And Carlton with their 25-year rebuild so far. We might be in for five to 10 years. Um, not saying it will be the case. And look, miracles can happen. But realistically, we have to understand that that's absolutely a possibility. We've got Joseph underscore Baines 27. On a positive, I thought we moved the ball well and looked good when we switched. Yep, uh, absolutely. I, I, I like the positive energy there, Joseph, as well. Um, I love it when you guys can find little glimpses of positivity uh, in such a dark performance. Uh, it helps the podcast because it makes me not cry myself to sleep. Um, yeah, I think especially that second half, we moved the ball a little bit better and little things were clicking. We just want to see the young guys doing that, um, not 28-year-old Daniel House. Like, I can finally play the game plan. Well, it doesn't matter because by the time we need it to win a premiership, you won't be here. So anyway, sorry if that's harsh. Uh, but thank you for the comment. Um, Giddy's Tockman, for sure. Um, when he he was hired, Clarkson, Clarko immediately said this was long-term to be patient. And yes, exactly what we just touched on. We might be looking at five to 10-year rebuild instead of a two to three-year thing. So please keep that in your mind. Your heart can say two to three years, but your mind might have to be two, uh, sorry, five to 10 years. Um, look, in 2030, if we're winning the premiership, I don't care. So I'll take one premiership for my entire life as long as I see one because I'm a little bit too young for the 90s. I'll take it. Too bad Ben Brown couldn't uh, lead us to some in the mid to uh, 2010s there. Uh, We've got George underscore BR99. We all expected the first year to be hard, but next year we must see improvement. Yep, I I agree with that too. Um, This year... As much as we got excited the first couple of rounds, I think we do have to write this one off, blood the youth, and see who sinks and swims in this game plan. Let's not criticize them all too much. The only negative of that, and I think that's incredibly, incredibly realistic outlook on it, um, your, your Mackays and players like that leaving, I think is a really big possibility. Um, I think in my heart, I think Mackay will stay, but my head's telling me he's probably not staying. And I don't really blame him because I do – week on week, I'm starting to think this rebuild's going to be longer like I've touched. So, look, I hope he stays and is loyal to the team that drafted him and has got him to where he is. But, you know, I could fully see him going, he's, in, he's getting into his prime. Let's play some better footy. LDU as well. I don't, I don't think LDU signed another deal. I think they're the two for me at the moment that I'm a little bit worried about. Not as much LDU because I think he's under, he's got a couple of years left maybe, but um, Mackay definitely. Uh, Swag, Swag Anowski, yeah, sick name. Um, still need another two to three years of list turnover and Clarko is finding out who wants to be here. Like I said, guys, these questions are all along a similar theme. Um, but I wanted to read these out so we can chat about it. I agree. Um, there's going to be so much list turnover. Wait, get two or three years down the line, we're going to have like maybe 10 players in this current team, eight players maybe, still on the list or in the 22 basically. So I'm excited for that too. When, the, when I think about it, um, what Clarkson and his experience will bring, I think it could be a pretty exciting time in the next couple of years, even though it does feel incredibly dire right now. Um, Go the Ruse says... Not until we start playing the young players. There are signs, example, inside 50s and contested ball. Um, yep, once again, 
let's bring in some youth. Our inside 50s are good and our contestable and clearances are pretty good. It's just what we do with those uh, to up our efficiency going into the 50. But yeah, and like you said, we need more youth and the youth need to be getting better at doing this, not players who are pushing 30. S. Spiller. We just don't have the list or depth to be competitive. It's going to be a long few years. Once again, reiterating what we've all been talking about. But this is the stuff to get into your heads now, guys. I know we want to live in the dream fantasy world that we're going to win the premiership in a couple of years. Let's keep it grounded. James underscore Trotted 99. I think he's trying to find the players that will fit in and who deserves slash wants to be there. 100%. And I think that's why we're going to have so much turnover I reckon there's going to be an absolute culling at the end of the year. Clarkson's first year there, he's going to be there and present to be able to draft his own players and cut his cut the players he wants to, you know. Um, and there's going to be some harsh ones in there. There's going to be some of our favourite players get cut, get traded, not get a contract. But this is what we need. Clarkson knows what we want, and I and I do fully back Clarkson. Um, Harley Harley Habner, ha, Hab, I butchered that. Sorry, mate. Harley Harbour. This year seems to be an experiment. What, uh, win, any win is a bonus. We'll get there again soon, 100%. That's the outlook I'm going with, and I'm glad that's the outlook some of you guys are going with too. Um, we've got Bob his stringer. Too early to tell, but not in the mood for 10 goal losses each week. Um, did I say Bob? Bod? Sorry, mate. I'm butchering these names. Um, yeah, I agree. I'm not in the mood for these, and it's one of these ones where we've just got to batten down the hatches and stay strong. Ignore the corners of the world. Ignore the carrows. One day we'll be laughing. So bunker down. Two to three years is when we're hopefully going to start to rise, um, but we might we might be a little bit further off than we thought. And lastly on Instagram, um, we've got uh, Peter D. Flatty. Flatty. Um, he says, we are on track. Look at what Clarko did at Hawthorne, <laughs> in brackets, scum. Uh, they're just, uh, they're just be at least 10 Roos. they are just be at least 10 Roos currently playing for their careers in the AFL and VFL. I think 10 at least. Um, there's a lot of people and there's not many people in the VFL who are really pushing for selection. I like they brought Coleman Jones in. Um, I know Wardlaw's obviously in there. Blake Drury is another one that I would love to see. Archer and Harvey I want to see in this team. Um, do all their performances warrant it? Not all of them, but I don't know if we have a choice at this point. Um, so we're going to go over to Facebook now. Thank you to all the Instagram commenters. We've got Tubby Tanker. And these ones are a little bit longer, so I'll, I uh, won't uh, dwell on these quite as much. Well, I believe that Clarko would definitely have a plan in place. All these extra injuries have not been a part of it. Let's be honest, he inherited this team and going forward, he will have to work out who will be a part of the future and who will be cut. This year is just a trial year. Unfortunately, most don't make the cut in my opinion. And I'm starting to agree with that too. Um, we've talked about this, but yeah, I, I'm starting to think a list does need a lot more than maybe we'd hoped and there's going to be some harsh cuttings. James Duke, we don't have the class other teams do. Most teams have 10 to 15 A-ranked players. I think we are lucky to have five. We carry a lot of dead weight and it costs us. 100% agree. Harsh, harsh cullings at the end of the year. Uh, Jesse Stevenson, it's part of the process. Clarko was given this list and needs time to refine it. Edwards are Hamish free in for Chom CJ this week. Um, <laughs> Edwards, that terrifies me. But you know what? Like, why not? 
Absolutely, why not? We may as well see what it's like. Uh, Hamish Free, yeah, screw it. Put him in. Who cares? But I do think that's another good point, that he did inherit this list, and this is not his team. Um, I don't know how many of you are Premier League fans. I'm an Arsenal fan. Banter me all you want. I know we threw the league away. Very funny. I cry inside every day. Um, but I tell, when I, Mikel Arteta came into Arsenal, the entire, basically the entire team, I think maybe one or two players at most in the starting 11 were there three years ago. He's completely gutted that team and he's built his own team the way he wants to play. It took three years, but they're a fantastic young team now. And I think hopefully North Melbourne can do something pretty similar to that. We've got Noah Wiggins. I don't believe the past few years amount to much other than a little bit of experience for some blokes in the field. I actually really agree with that. I think this is our first real start into a rebuild um, with hopefully no management issues like we've had over the past few years. Very good point as well. First year of Clarkson, this is the first year of the rebuild. Wipe away all those other years. We got Alaki and a Zerha um, and a Simkin and players like that, Mackay. Uh, and look, to be fair, I mean, Bailey Scott, Paul Curtis, those sort of guys – um, are, are very good young players and I like that we've found those guys over the last few years but it's time to let that all go and it's time to move forward um, this list will be completely different in three years time exactly what I just prefaced uh, and I'm excited for the trade period I think we're, um, we'll target defenders uh, from all across the league surely this is Turner's last game um, trade period and uh, free agents and whatnot. very exciting time Clarkson's got pull let's not forget that and, uh, yeah, absolutely. I think um, defence uh, – I think just key position players in general. I do feel like Mackay may be out the door as much as I don't want to be negative on that. Aiden Core should not be near an AFL team. So I think as far as I know, this draft is uh, a lot of key position players and a lot of talented players in those positions in this draft. So if we get a couple of high picks, a Harley Reid would be nice and another midfielder, which we've got a decent midfield, but you got to draft him if we get number one. We need some key position players. We need another forward and we need another defender, um, a small and a tall in those areas. Um, Paul Minotti, I hope it is. Uh, listening to Clarko's press conference, it sounds like we'll be getting more younger players. Drury, Wardlaw. Last night was deflating, but as long as we get a better handle on how we're going to play, then I'll keep going to games and throw my support behind the club. It's awesome to hear, Paul. Um, I'm glad you're sticking with it. We're all trying to stick with it as much as we can. We all have different ways of sticking with it too. I don't blame anyone for not wanting to go to games if they don't want to pay the money. If you are one of those, uh, a member and you still go to all the games, fantastic job. Um, but I think you're right. Clarkson is now realising this may be a little bit harder than I thought. Um, let's play the kids. Justin Smith. I think it is. And once again, I ask the question, is this part of the plan? I think it is. As you said in a recent podcast, Clarkson is implementing the way he wants to play and letting the players sink or swim. Currently a lot of sinking. Um, yeah, I, I, are they sinking? I think they're flat and they're not improving. I don't know if they're getting worse. I just think we're not seeing the improvement. Um, he has indicated there will be a fair amount of changes in the lineups, which I think we're all pretty excited about. Hopefully he finds a few that can play his way. I agree, Justin. I think this year is about playing youth. For now that we've seen maybe we aren't as good as the first few weeks suggested, play the youth, see who sinks and swims in that system. We're going to be on the end of a few beltings, but he's going to cull uh, the week at the end of the day. Dave Evers. I have no idea if we're going in the right direction, but we have to trust Clarko. 
This is why we got someone with so much experience and a proven track record. We look better with Bergman and Goda in the back line. Bring them back in. Agree with everything, Dave. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm believing that we are on the right track, but we don't know yet, and we need to see a little bit more to know we are. Getting Clarko in general means we're on the right track, and I, I agree we back Clarko 100%. And yeah, Bergman and Goda. Maybe rough to be dropped. I didn't think Goda was amazing. I liked Bergman. I thought he was very good. Goda was fine. Um, he did a hamstring, though, so he might be a few weeks away. Uh, we got Stephen Dempster. Competitive uh, Competitive is all you can ask for, so it is so disappointing to see a lack of it. A lot of players have to look deep inside themselves to see if they want it, or maybe they're not uh, just not good enough. Tough to watch. Yeah, and that's all we're finding out this year. Um I'm sure they're all trying. I don't think that they aren't trying. I just think a lot of the players we hoped would turn into good AFL players uh, maybe aren't. And it's harsh, but that's the reality. All right. Adrian Pesquet. My concern is the development. Who is playing better than last year? LDU, Chom, and Steve-O, or maybe, uh, maybe the only ones. Mason Wood goes to the Saints and seems to be killing it. Mason Wood has found a role in a team that is on the up and has good talent in it. Um, but I agree. I, I wouldn't mind Mason Wood still being around. I was a little bit 50-50 about him going. I didn't mind Mason Wood, but yeah, you're right. Um, LDU, Chom, steve I agree with those. It, it, it's about giving it the year. We need to give it – it's a season as a whole. And I think if you're young – like Stevenson last year, Jaden Stevenson could have been dropped nearly every week. And we were calling for his head every single week. And look what he's done this season. He's come back and he looks fantastic. You never know who's going to do that. So sticking with players like uh, Paul Curtis or Curtis Taylor who maybe aren't playing to their full potential right now, you never know when they're going to get that confidence booster and they've got too much talent to drop it, in my opinion anyway. Um, we've got Marcus Gatt. Hello, Marcus here. Big fan. Thank you, Marcus. Uh, long-time listener. As I've seen the future, I am relaxed. Oh, <laughs> some sort of a time lord, I see. Can't say too much, though. Don't want to disturb time and or space. Well, Marcus, uh, we trust in Clarko and we trust in Marcus Gatt um, because if you've seen the future, I fully believe you. Um, message me privately and just let me know. I'll, I won't tell anybody, I promise, but premiership? Let me know, let me know if it's a premiership. Um, we've got Jeff Robinson after a number of years of being mid table and poor management, uh, at president, CEO and coaching and recruiting level, we have finished 17th, 18th and 18th. This doesn't go away overnight. And the past three weeks has shown us that Clarkson is at ground zero with a rebuild. Yes, absolutely. He has one hell of a mess to clean up. And that has also become very apparent as well. And that's why the changes in the off season, I think, uh, this is why we say this is year one of rebuilding. We have a number of veterans past their prime, but playing their role and giving their experience to the kids. We have a pile of kids developing at this level, learning the game, not in their prime and with little experience. We have a handful of guys who are in their prime playing consistent footy at this level, but not enough of these players. Then we have a lot of players who are simply not up to this level. Um, yeah. Is there, this is a long message, so I might cut it there. But I, I do agree, and I think we touched the, with this, this one before. I, I like Zebel Cunnington, um, Goldstein, those older players being in the team. They've done their time at this club. They're still playing decent footy, and they're great experience. Keep them and blood the youth. None of these mid-tier players, these middle-aged players in the AFL world. Darcy Tucker looked okay. He can stay, um, but... 
your Howes and your Turners and, and these sort of guys, your cores, there's no point of them being here, in, in my opinion. We've got Matt Hamilton Ho. It's frustrating that we have had some, uh, some bad weeks. But does anyone really think we should be higher than 16th? Our list is and has been terrible and it takes time to turn over players. We've literally just started afresh with list management and coaching staff. Give it some time. We have talent that we are currently blooding and more high-end players to come uh, over the next two to three years. Our expectations should be shifted to a few more wins than last year, improved percentage and hopefully being in a few more games late. Yep, I, that is summed up fantastically. Um, we got a little bit too high of an expectation at the start of the year. 16th, I think our list is easily bottom four, which we've all come to realise. And by the, the sounds of all your comments, guys, we're all sort of understanding where our list is at, but we are hopeful for the future. Um, there's going to be dra- high draft picks come in. Clarkson's going to find some players somewhere to bring into this club and he's going to get rid of a lot of these stragglers that don't have a place uh, in our list. So the last comment, and thanks for sticking through these guys. Thank you to everyone who commented. Um, Rich Whitman. Clarkson has inherited the list. He knows what and who it takes to win a premiership. He will eke out the weak, in, uh, weak links and bring in the strengths. We may have been rebuilding for a few years, but the Clarkson reboot starts this year. And a good way to end off the comments. I think that's what we all need to go with, guys. We all seem fairly united through these comments um, about where our list is at. We've realized the list isn't quite up to standard from even our expectation. It's worse than we thought. We back Clarkson. We know that there's going to be a lot of turnover for these players. And I think we're excited to see a lot of these guys go and a lot of new faces come in. So I think that sort of sums up where we're at. Thank you so much for your comments. And remember, Further North Podcast on Facebook and Further North Pod on Instagram. A lot of content up there. I love getting your comments every single week. And we're trying to do the two podcasts a week now. So we do get your thoughts for the preview podcast as well. So really quickly, just going to go to a couple of your comments uh, left on um, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So remember, if you leave me a five-star review uh, and comment on Apple and on Spotify, there's a Q&A every week. So leave me a five-star re- review there and comment what you think each week and I'll read it out. So we've got uh, Giuliano Murato. Sorry if I butchered that. I apologize. Um, he says, agree with the wet toast last year. Um but we, we were better this year and they were almost full strength. And a good win against Frio. Hopefully we can uh, get back to the pressure game we had in those two. Well, look, that comment was five days ago. Uh, clearly we did not, but um, throughout the season, that's what we want to get back to. And we've got another one from TK. Loving the podcast. Even if we get smashed by 150 each week, I'll st- it's still a good listen. Keep it up. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate that. Um, obviously, it's a little bit harder, uh, you know, to do these podcasts every week when we are playing like that. But I appreciate everybody sticking around. And the last one from uh, Gems underscore, I think, also commented on Instagram. Great episode, but I think North is in big trouble after the D's game. Couldn't agree more, but um, we're fans and we have to stick with it, don't we? So we're going to go to the Sean Atley Club Champ votes this week. Pretty tough this week to give some votes. Um, and look, am I fully convinced these are the guys to give the votes to? Not 100%. Everyone was a pretty average, but there was a couple of standouts, I guess. Sheasel gets three once again. I mean, this this 
child is dominating the AFL. He's going to be a superstar. Um, so Sheasel gets three. I liked Larky's performance. I'm just happy to see him get on the score sheet and look a little bit more mobile. So I've given Larky two. And Cunnington one um, came under a bit of criticism the last few weeks. 27 touches, decent clearances. I'm happy to see him back. So uh, three Sheasel, two Larky, one Cunnington. And the Sean Atley Club champ leaderboard for our podcast MVP. Sheasel is absolutely running away with it. She's with 13 votes. Next is Stevenson with five, Larky with five, Cunnington with five, LDU and Loke have four, Zerha three, and then one for Zebul, Combin, and Goldie. So the She's train all aboard. Um, he's an absolute star, isn't he? I love him. Now, lastly, before we head off, um, we're going to do a quick round review. Friday night, uh, Port Adelaide and St Kilda. Um, yeah, those guys got the win. I don't want to talk about that. I hate them. Um, Brisbane Lions Fremantle Brisbane doing doing work really I can't wait to play the Dockers again um, <laughs> now clip that up and watch when we lose by 100 um, Brisbane look fantastic this year don't they um, oh GWS beat Sydney I actually didn't see that result that's wild um, yeah Sydney started so hot didn't they and they sort of just dropped but that sucks because GWS was a team I was hoping we'd be better than um, but GWS by one point what a game that would have been um, the Bulldogs did the Hawks. I'm glad that the Hawks lost again. Someone needs to keep pace with us at the bottom of the ladder. Um, Bulldogs, yeah, good on them. Another suburbs team, a little slightly smaller fan base like us. So I don't mind the doggies, but I mean, I hope we better when we play them. Um, West Coast and Carlton, once again, I'm glad the the, the Weagles uh, wet toast lost. Um, someone needs to keep pace with us at the bottom of the ladder. Um, and the Blues, I mean... 150 points, that's an absolute shellacking. Um, they scored 152, sorry. They lost, uh, West Coast lost by 108. Um, yeah, who knows with Carlton. They might come back next week and lose by 70. But um, I don't mind the Blues, so good on them. Uh, the Cats The cats look back, don't they? Um, bombers coming down to earth maybe a little bit. I think the Bombers are still a pretty good team. Um, but, geez, the, the Cats must have genuinely just had a hangover in the first three weeks. But... They're well and truly back, which is awful to see. Um, and the Suns, I mean, this probably makes the the loss last week not quite as bitter because the Suns have touched up the Tigers. Um, Richmond might be getting Harley Reid at the end of the year. Who knows? Um, let us get him, I mean, you know. But look, let's lock in another Richmond win this year as well. But the Gold Coast, I mean, are they good or are they not good? i got no idea. I mean, that's basically half the teams this year, isn't it? Um, and Collingwood by one point... Um, Adelaide seem real. Not real as in they're going to do anything in the finals or maybe maybe win a final. But look, once again, Adelaide was a team I thought would be pretty average this year and they seem to be fairly competitive. And look, I think the Hawks seem to be pretty competitive and the Crows seem to be competitive. And I thought we'd be there and thereabouts with them this year. Clearly not. And look, that it is what it is now. But that's where I'd like to be getting to maybe by the end of the year, just being competitive with teams, um, not necessarily winning, but you know, taking it up to them. So that's the round review. Don't forget, guys, we are going to be back with the preview podcast for the game against the Saints later in the week. That should come out every Thursday morning. Um, I'll ask for your comments and things again, I'm sure. So follow the socials. Thank you so much for listening through these hard times. Um, please stick with it. Um, any ideas you've got for the podcast to make it more fun, anything you want me to talk about, um, any ideas for segments and things, I'm all ears. Uh, I love your feedback, so message me. I'm always open. 
please uh, don't be afraid to slide into the DMs. So thank you again for listening this week, guys. I'll chat to you on Thursday. Stay strong in Clarkson we trust, but let's bunker down for a slightly longer rebuild than we thought. Um, Kanga, Kanga, Kanga. Roo, roo, roo. Thanks for listening to the Further North Podcast. We'll be back next week with more great North chat. See you then, Bruce fans.